the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Today is an exciting day because I have Amy Lively with us. We've we've met with Amy Lively before and talked about loving your neighbor and opening your home and so many wonderful things. But today we want to talk about First Peter and the book of First Peter. It is absolutely jam-packed with so many wonderful things and even talks about God's glory ten times. Amy has been studying this book and she is in love with it. And so we want to talk about that. Amy can be found at amylively.com. Dot com and you can learn more about her. But welcome to the show, Amy. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? I'm great. So much to talk about. So we want to just dive right on in for our 10 minutes or so and talk about First Peter. I don't know how we'll cover it all, but we'll do as much as we can. Uh, what to you stands out the most about the book of First Peter? Uh, I, Peter is so much like us. He's, he's like us, only more so. It's what someone wrote about him, that everything we do, he does to the max he fails to the max but he also just glorifies god so much more than i ever hoped to do in my lifetime so i love that in this tiny book it's it's five chapters it's 105 verses yet it has so so much to teach us and the book itself from chapter one through chapter five takes us on this path where he first lays down some really solid theology that we have got to know who god is as we walk this Christian life. And in that, he gives this really inconvenient promise that um, we know is true, but we hate to hear it. He says there's going to be suffering. There's going to be suffering in this world. And gosh, Peter witnessed that firsthand with the suffering of Christ. He experienced it in his own life, and he tells us that, um, that we can count on it too. But then he also tells us like how we're going to get through it, how we're going to make it through to the end with our, our heads held high, our arms raised in praise, and how God is going to be with us through the entire thing. So it takes us on this journey that starts off with suffering, but it ends up with glory. And when we're in the middle of suffering, that's what we need. We need this message of, like, this, this won't last. You'll get through this. Here's how. Here's where Jesus is. And here's what's on the other side. And that's what I love about First Peter. You know, I agree. He is one of my absolute favorite characters of the Bible. And I think you said it well when you said he failed big. And we all oh, feel he like can't that. Do anything small. He has to fail really, really big. <laughs> one one yeah. of my favorite scenes is in the Garden of Gethsemane when he cuts the ear off of the soldier that comes to arrest Jesus. And I never knew that would be such a powerful scene to me personally, but I think in that moment, he was defending Christ, and he was so passionate to do that, and how Jesus so calmly yeah. just, well, let's heal that ear and put that right back on now. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. You know, just when you said that, the picture I got was that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, and then Peter would later speak the words that became our scriptures. It became that Word of God, but man, have you ever picked it up? 
like a sword to cut somebody's ear off. Mm -hmm. Like I am defending Christianity. It all comes down to me. And I'm going to give you the the chapter and verse of why what you're doing is wrong. And here's how we're going to fix it. And I've drawn blood with the sword of the spirit. And it's not to be used like that. Jesus comes in beside us and says, here, let me put that ear back on. (laughs) I'm going to fill in your gaps, honey. I'm going to show you how we do this with gentleness and respect. Um, and those are the words Peter then used to defend our faith with gentleness and respect in First Peter three fifteen and sixteen. Um, mm. So you know he he fails big, but he also he gets it. He really gets it. Um, you know the scripture where in Acts where it says, "Wow, they were amazed that these uneducated and untrained people who were just fishermen and." And and sinners and tax collectors, like they knew they had been with Jesus. And that's all I ever want anyone to, to see in my life. Like, no, she's been with Jesus. Don't look at me. Just look at like she's been with Jesus. And literally these average fishermen turned the entire world upside down. That's what's so mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, the other thing I love about Peter, I think about when Jesus restored him, it comes, you know, comes to feed them breakfast on the seashore of, mm-hmm. of Galilee. Ah, and, breakfast by ah, the sea, I love that. It's yeah. so good because uh, Peter in that moment was fully restored, and God wants to do mm-hmm. that for us as well. And you can feel that restoration right there yeah. in First Peter. Well, this is Amy Lively, and we're having a conversation about First Peter. And if you want to learn more about her, you can find her on Instagram. It would be uh, Amy Lively. So I hope you'll do that. But Amy, what are some of your favorite verses from First Peter? Let's just go over some of those. Well, the the verse that like grabbed me till I wrote an entire book about it is First Peter one thirteen, and in in that verse, Peter it begins with therefore. So when you look back at the first twelve verses that that tell us what the therefore is, therefore. Um, that's where we see that we've got the Father, Spirit, Son all working with us. We've got this inconvenient promise of, of suffering. But then he says, therefore, prepare your minds for action, being sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So we have a hope that is it's not a wish. It's not a fantasy. It's not an emotion. It's like a fact. It's a person. And it is fully, completely, entirely, and perfectly set intentionally upon the person of Jesus Christ and the grace that God gives us when Christ is revealed. Sometimes Christ is revealed through our deepest suffering. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Christ is revealed through through fog, you know, through smoke, through fire that um, that we would rather not be in. But that's where he is revealed, and we know that he will be revealed you know, in the in the last days for all time. But he's also revealed here and now every day. Yeah, and he goes so. on in verse sixteen to just almost give us a charge to be mm-hmm. holy as I am holy, as God is holy. That yeah. is a high bar <laughs> that's set there. Yeah, right? He's already, yeah. you know, explained suffering. Wait a minute. You mean I have to suffer and I have to be and holy? be holy, yeah. There's a whole chapter in, in, in the book I just wrote, Can I Borrow a Cup of Hope, called How to Handle an Unholy Mess. And it's about conduct because that verse says, be holy because I am holy in all your conduct. And people are watching how we conduct ourselves as we go through life and they're looking to see if our claims about who we say we are 
and the faith that we claim to have, does it, does it make a difference when your faith collides with real life? When all the cute wall art from Hobby Lobby and your nice little Christian t-shirt, you know, when that collides with the reality of hard times and intense suffering and sickness and everything that we would wish away, does it really matter? People are watching and Oh, thank God we get that holiness from him. And we don't have to, to muster it. There's no checklist for it. It's just how we portray him as his image bearers in the world. And he's right there with, beside us and within us to help us do that. Yeah, that's so encouraging, isn't, isn't it? Because God is holy and we reflect our father. You know, we reflect our father in heaven and it, doesn't mean that we don't mess up and we don't make mistakes. But let's let's talk about the suffering part for a minute. You know, I have so many people that come to me and they say, I'm mad at God or I've been mad at God because I'm in the middle of this, you know, marriage crisis or whatever it is. And I don't understand what's happening and I don't understand where's God in this. What do you say? What do you think Peter would say? Well, Peter had, did the same thing. Um I, I can't say that Peter got mad at God, but in um, it was especially in in Matthew when um, Peter has just been handed the, the keys to heaven. Really, I mean, he makes this, this really bold proclamation that that you are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God, and Jesus says to him, oh, "Got it, Peter. You caught it. <laughs> this is it. This is the foundation of everything." And he says, "I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom of heaven." And Peter's like, "Okay." I got it. I got the keys. I'm the guy. Very next thing that happens is Jesus starts to say, hey, it's it's necessary, just like First Peter chapter 1 says, if necessary, you will suffer. Jesus says, hey, it's necessary for me to go to Jerusalem and suffer many, many things and be killed and raised on the third day. And then and then Peter does what I think I want to do and what maybe the people who have come to you do. They're like, he takes Jesus aside, like, hey, Jesus, come here. i got to talk to you. Um, I've got all this authority now. I've got the keys to the kingdom of heaven. So here's the deal. Heaven forbid, Lord. Heaven forbid. This will not happen. This will not happen to you. And, man, I, like, I would like to heaven forbid everyone I know from suffering ever, right? <laughs> um, that's what my prayers are. Like, Lord, make it stop. Make it stop right now. But on the other side of that suffering there's resurrection and not just for Jesus, but for everyone. And if we, if we skip that suffering, we skip the glory, the glory that's on the other side. And um, this is when Peter turns, Jesus turns to Peter and he gives him like the sharpest rebuke, maybe in the entire Bible. And this man who had just said, you are the Christ and, and Christ gives him the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now Jesus is saying, get behind me, Satan. That's right. That is a sharp, sharp rebuke. Can you imagine the Lord saying to you, get behind these, Satan? Oh, Peter must have been in shock. Well, that was Amy Lively, and I'm Jennifer, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to learn more about the show, go to jenniferjackson.com. That's right, jenniferjackson.com, and you can hear Amy's story, even share it with a friend or other stories like that. You can also follow Amy on Instagram. It's Amy Lively, and she's there on Instagram. We're here to encourage your faith, and maybe today your homework is to go read First Peter. Have you thought about how 
he might really relate to you in your life. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.